is up, everyone? Welcome to There Can Only Be One, the podcast that puts together the all-star best of of your favorite musicians and artists. Now, when we were preparing for this episode, I was psyched because I like the band. I know our guest was psyched because he loves the band. But then the band got in on it, retweeted the tweet, and the fandom joined in. So when I say that this is going to be the most fan experience or at least fan interactive episode ever, I ain't kidding around because we are talking Tesla. And here to join me for this episode is none other than good friend Sean Faust. Sean, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? I am psyched to do what is possibly, they are in my top five favorite bands ever. They are the first rock concert I ever saw, Firehouse opening, Psychotic Supper Tour. I'll talk about that later when we get to one of the albums, which isn't Psychotic Supper, by the way. Uh, just That's another band. I will tell you, my two favorite cover bands of all time are Fish and Tesla. Uh, one of the best live bands I've ever seen that isn't called live is Tesla. And then you tell me that Tesla retweeted your tweet, Frankie Hannon... Way to go, brother. Thanks, man. This I'm beyond excited now that the fans are involved because Frankie Hannon said, hey, I'm going to retweet this because I believe he's the guy that's running Twitter. Well, you see, Frank makes everything better, right? Thank you. All thank right. you so much. A, a big thank you to Tesla and a thank you to all the fans who chimed in. We are going to do our best to get all of your chime-ins voiced in on this episode. Um, so let me explain what we're doing here. We are about to go through 13 studio albums from Tesla's discography. We are not covering any greatest hits records. We're not covering any soundtracks, so their track off the Last Action Hero soundtrack will not be mentioned. We're also not covering live albums except for one. When we were preparing for this episode, Sean and I kind of went back and forth because I think it's safe to say that Five Man Acoustical Jam is arguably Tesla's biggest album and it would be a crime to not actually have that album involved in this so for the first time on this show we are putting in a live album and it's five man acoustical jam now we have a lot of chimings to get through as well so as we go through album by album i am going to do my best to get them all in now there were some people who did pick more than one song off of some of the albums and in that case i just took like whatever song was listed first but i do want to give a shout out to a couple songs that will not be mentioned here uh chael picked save that goodness from mechanical resonance live uh, Tom Stewart went with The Ocean. That was off of the Gold compilation. And he also went with Time to Rock, as did uh, William Weisensell. Uh, of course, that was released as a single and is not on a full album as of yet. So, again, thank you guys for those picks. Now, we're going to get started with Mechanical Resonance. The album was released on December 8th, 1986. The band at this point is Jeff Keith on vocals, Frankie Hannon and Tommy Skiach on guitars, Brian Wheat on bass, and Troy Lucetta on drums. The album peaked at number 32 in the U.S. and is certified platinum. There were three singles off of this one, the highest charting one being Little Susie. That hit number 22 on the mainstream rock charts. Now, 
do the fan chime-ins here before we get to our picks here. Um, Chael and P. Dub Rogers 321 went with Rock Me to the Top. Hutchie and our good friend Brian Colburn over at My Weekly Mixtape went with Little Susie. Cactus Pete, Joe Don't You Know, and Sub-Zero went with Modern Day Cowboy. Sean Sanders, BD Fonseca 16, and William Weisenzell went with Coming At You Live. One-Armed Drummer and Tom Stewart went with Love Me. All Stott 24 went with Changes. Alan Marple, Kent Moser, and Karen Walter went with Getting Better. And Jeff Rusinellos, and again, I apologize if I messed up any names. I apologize. Uh, he went with Changes. So, Sean, I think we break, we almost have the album fully covered there, but what did you go with? I went with quite possibly one of another, here we go, with top fives again for me. One of my top five favorite guitar solos, which is a uh, harmonized guitar solo, and the whole song itself is great. How often do you hear, let's get musically nerdy for a second, we talked Dream Theater, we know that we know musical nerdum. a B minor chord to an F major chord. How often do you hear that? Bang, bang, shoot em up. I went with Modern Day Cowboy. That's actually the song that I ended up going with as well. Um, I will say, however, that it was tough listening to this album and not hearing the five-man acoustical jam versions. It's, it's tough, right? When you hear, and, and I'll be honest, you know, for me, the first Tesla album that I owned was Five Man. And those songs were ingrained into my ear holes via that live acoustic version. So that's how they kind of live in my memory. So, and some of them, obviously that album made some of those songs so much better. Modern Day Cowboy holds up on its own. Although I did have to put down Too Late for Love and Little Susie on my shortlist as well. But yeah, I ended up going with Modern Day Cowboy as well. Did we just start right out of the gate with uh, a unison answer? I, I think you kind of have to, though, because, I mean, you're right. That that song is killer. But I'll ask you, though, when you were listening to this album, was it hard to disassociate the five-man versions from these first two albums? No, not for me because, well, you know, actually, it's because I'm such a huge fan of Tesla that <laughs> I can hear several different versions in my head at once and tell you exactly which one it is. Now, I I started with Great Radio Controversy and made my way back to Mechanical Resonance before Five Man came out. So I was familiar with... Uh, most of the stuff on Five Man, including the Beatles stuff, including the Dead stuff. And I think the only songs that were new to me were like Downfall Boogie and Tommy's Down Home and Lodi. Um, but I, I mean, I was listening to a lot of music and to this day, I use uh, Mechanical Resonance as a way to check the stereo on my record player to see if I need to replace the needle because the panning on the two guitars is so well done, especially like getting better. If I'm not hearing that guitar picking in the beginning, I know I got to get a new needle for my record player. So I, I think modern day cowboy actually think of that. (laughs) Big electrics, bound, 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 big electrics. Who knew that Tesla was going to be the way to test your stereo equipment. I'm all for it, but here we are. Now we move on to the great radio controversy. Released February 1st, 1989, the album hit number 18 in the U.S. It is double platinum in the U.S. and gold in Canada. There were four singles off this one, the highest charting being Love Song. That hit number seven on the mainstream rock charts. Those who picked Love Song from the chime were Chael, 
Cactus Pete, Brian Colburn, Sub-Zero, and Karen Walter. Hutchie, one-armed drummer, and Kent Moser ended up going with Hang Tough. All Stop 24 went with The Way It Is. Alan Marple, BD Fonseca 16, and Tom Stewart went with Heaven's Trail, No Way Out. P-Dub Rogers 321 and Jeff Rusinellos, and again, I apologize, I apologize, went with Paradise. And William Weisensell went with Lazy Days, Crazy Days. So what, nice. did, so what did you go with off the great radio controversy? I went with Heaven's Trail, No Way Out. That was that was another one where I'm just like, yeah, it's hard because that that's I'm I'll be honest, it's also a contender for my five man pick. That's that song's hard to not pick, but I didn't pick it. I ended up going with Love Song. Um, like it, it is, it's so good, and I think this is one of those occasions where Love Song on the album surpassed Love Song on the acoustic even though I love the intro and the guitar solo before it. Now, are you talking about the video cassette release of Five Man, or are you talking about the album release? Because the video cassette release has a longer acoustic intro, which has some of Crazy On You by Heart mixed in. And I will also say, when he grabs the electric for that ending solo in Five Man, that's just pure magic, brother. However... Love Song was on my shortlist because it is Love Song, and it's also the very first song I have ever heard from Tesla. And I, uh, how do you not love Love Song? But I still had to go with Heaven's Trail, so here we are disagreeing already. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will say that I am today years old when I realized or found out that there was a longer version of that guitar solo, so now I have to hunt that one down because, yeah, that would be good because that solo was just so much fun. But since we're talking five-man acoustical jam, let's get to that album. Released November 9th, 1990, it was recorded live at the Trocadero Theater in Philadelphia. The album peaked at number 12 in the U.S. and it's platinum there and gold in Canada. There were two singles off of this one. Signs hit number two on the mainstream rock charts and number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. There were only three songs that were picked off this from... Uh, from the the chimes there signs was picked by chael and tom stewart brian colburn went from uh tommy's down home and william weisensell picked down boogie so as someone who has played live himself i ask you what did you pick off the live album william weisensell and i are in agreement i'm gonna ride all night into the sun and i won't be back until the morning comes i'm gonna down boogie all my ugh, all night long <laughs> that was fun. I, I do, there's so much good on this album. Like, I remember playing the crap out of my cassette. Yes, I said cassette when I had this album. Um, and I, I always had this thing. You know, I'm, I'm a, I'll admit, I'm a white noise sleeper. And I would, you know, constantly just put an album on and go to sleep to it. And more often than not, I would lean on live albums so things like uh, kiss alive uh queen's rex operation live crime and this album were all in heavy rotation in my you know live sleep music but now that i also play live as well one of the things i appreciate about this album is how much fun they they sound while they're actually doing this show and it's because of that that i ended up going with mother's little helper off of this and it's one of those things where I'll admit 
I have forgotten the lyrics to a song while singing live. And this was the kind of song when sits there and goes, it's okay. It's live. If you're having fun, the crowd is having fun. And it's almost a reassurance to any live musician out there. It's like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be fun. Once again, no machines. Right. Every album had that on there. Um, you know, I, I can't believe nobody picked Surprise Song, including myself, because Surprise Song, three seconds, great stuff, right? Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> uh, on my short list, though, was Paradise. Oh, that uh, that absolutely was on my short list, because, well, that and Heaven's Trail as well. Can we just pick that whole, it's, I want to let you know, man, I know I'm just like shouting out the, the song titles, but these were tough, man. Oh, it's Tesla did not make the assignment easy at all no, with these albums. No. Which the Dream Theater episode was so much easier to prepare for than this, right? So yeah. thank you, Tesla, for the good albums. Thank you, Tesla, for making it hard to pick one song off of each album. Which it's going to get even tougher because now we're on to Psychotic Supper, released September tenth, nineteen ninety one. The album peaked at number thirteen in the U.S. It's platinum in the U.S. and gold in Canada. There were five singles off of this one. What You Give was the highest charting, uh, hitting number seven on the mainstream rock charts. So let's get to the, the chime-ins here. Call It What You Want uh, was picked by Chael and Hutchie. Larry Rodriguez, One One Arm, one arm Drummer, BD Fonseca 16, P-Dub Rogers 321, Sub-Zero, and Jeff Rusinellos went with Song and Emotion. Brian Colburn, All-Star 24, Alan Marple, and Tom Stewart went with Edison's Medicine. Kent Moser went with Had Enough, Karen Walter went with Stir It Up, and William Weisenzell went with Don't De-Rock Me. Now, you had some chime-ins on your socials as well, right? I got one for this album from my friend Dave Leonard, who also said Don't De-Rock Me. So what did you go with, though, for yourself? This album is my favorite Tesla album. There's nothing you skip. And if you do, you feel really bad about it. Like, you think of the past three albums that we just talked about. If you skip a tune, it's just because you're not in the mood for it that day. If you skip a tune on Psychotic Supper, something's wrong. What's wrong? Do you need to talk to somebody? You don't skip a tune on Psychotic Supper. So this is a really tough album for me to choose. However, I, I, uh, I thought about it. I listened to it about five times in a row because I love this album. And I went with Karen, Karen and I are in agreement and Stir It Up is my choice as well. I'm I, I'm a little flabbergasted at this point. Not that you picked Stir It Up because that's a good song as well. I had two songs, one on my shortlist and one that was actually picked. And so far, neither of them have been mentioned in all the chime-ins from this album. On the shortlist was Freedom Slaves. Yeah. But I ended up going with time. Because there's... There is a whole lot of everything in that song. Like, it's... There's so much... It almost feels like Tesla went prog on that one. Oh, they go prog pretty often. They're just really good at hiding it. And then time came along. And Laketa's drums on that are phenomenal. Wow, now I want to think about my choice here. <laughs> yeah, you the one who picked Dream Theater for uh, for the first episode to appear on. Yeah, you know, and now and I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a second. The longest song with all the different changes in it. Maybe I should go with that one. Well, I mean, 
my short list had Edison's Medicine and Toke about it. Time, but once again, like I said, this is my favorite Tesla album, and there's nothing you really. It's it's the hardest one to choose from. I'm sticking with Stir It Up, but damn it, if Time isn't a perfect song. Which, for the record, by the way, and when I mentioned the Dream Theater episode, you have to go back and listen to that one. Uh, Sean's playlist off of that one, I, if I remember correctly, <laughs> it hit about three hours long because of the songs that you picked. So. Yeah, <laughs> you picked the longest songs and I'm here for it. Next up is Bust a Nut, released August 23rd, 1994. The album hit number 20 in the US and is certified gold. There were four singles off of this one. Mama's Fool was the highest charting. That hit number five on mainstream rock. Now, Guitar World ranked this album number 10 on their list of best guitar albums of that year. And it would actually be their last studio album for 10 years years now with the chime-ins from the internets uh chael brian colburn and alan marple went with need your lovin hutchie went with mama's fool cactus pete and karen walter went with a lot to lose one arm drummer went with wonderful world all star 24 went with rubber band bd fonseca 16 p dub rogers 321 and jeff russinellis went with shine away sub zero went with try so hard and Kent Moser went with The Gate Invited. I First of all, before I get to your pick, I need to say the fact that there are there's such a wide selection off of these albums that's being picked by different fans just goes to show you how good these albums are as a whole. It's not just like everyone goes for the single. Like, there's a lot of depth on these albums. But now, bust the nut, Sean, what did you go with? You know, I almost went with Shine Away because of that middle section, that, that I guess, almost itsy jam part. Almost went with that, but I didn't. Um, I want to throw some nerd trivia at you regarding Mama's Fool. The intro to that is the outro to Song in Emotion. And uh, I almost went with that because I remember when that single hit, I was so deep into my Tesla fanaticism that I taped it off a 1480Z rock and just listened to it over and over and over and over and over again. But I got to say, right now, I'm still torn. I have two choices here. And there's that part of me that just loves that heavy intro saying, hey, we are here and you don't know what it's like. Or do I want to just be like, sing along with some hallelujahs? So I'm going to have to go ahead and I'm going to go with The Gate Invited, although my shortlist was Games People Play. Every time I tune my guitar, I play that intro. Um, but The Gate Invited, because that's they started getting a little heavier and a little more proggy with that intro. And it was like one of those things you could tell that they recorded that, like, we're going to open with this instead of coming at you live now. I'm starting to realize that I listen to Tesla very different from everybody else. <laughs> because because once again, the song I went with so far has not been mentioned at all. Because I ended up going with Solution. Sorry. That's okay. Sing everything you say. That This song is such a hard driver. Like, And I don't know what it is about it, but all I'm sitting there, I'm listening to it, and it's like, no, this song this song's, has some potential for speeding tickets. I'm down with this. We're good. So, yeah, I ended up going with Solution off of this one. 
I love how the vocals come in on that one. And then the then Frank's harmonies, which are always perfect, come in. Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, we are the reason for her disease. We are uh, Mother Nature. Please be good to the earth, folks. Please be good to the earth. <laughs> I like your choice a lot. I'm sticking with the gate invited. Okay, so I ha- yeah. I haven't made you sit there and want to rethink that. Okay, we're good. Now we go ten years into the future to into the now. The album was released March 9th, 2004. It peaked at number 31 in the U.S. and actually hit number 9 in Switzerland. There were two singles off this one, the highest being Caught in a Dream. That one hit number 21 on the mainstream rock charts. Chael and Karen Walter ended up going with What a Shame. Brian Colbert and Kent Moser went with Into the Now. One-Armed Drummer went with Come to Me. All's Not 24 and P-Dub Rogers 321 went with Look at Me. And B.D. Fonseca, Sub-Zero, Tom Stewart, and Jeff Rossinellos went with Miles Away. So what did you go with? Hey, man, this is another one where it was a really tough choice. Uh, I remember when they got back together, uh, they were uh, did some acoustic thing for some radio station around here, and they opened with Into the Now acoustic. So my first time hearing that was like, wow. And I, like, I was all Dream Theater prog rock man at the time, so I'm like, oh, man, this is in seven, and it's kick-ass, and Tesla's back. Yeah! And then I heard the album version. I was like, whoo what's happening here? This is awesome! And then you got the piano section. It's in seven. It's heavy. It's ballsy and chunky. And I'm listening to the rest of the album going, wow, can it be as great as this? And it is. And although I would go with Into the Now because it's kind of like when Edison's Medicine first hit MTV, I was like, whoa, where are we going with this album? Into the Now did that same thing for me where it just catapulted me to just another like level of like, my God, how much can I possibly love this band? But then I'm big in the Dream Theater at the time too and Miles Away just did it for me. So I went with Miles Away. I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I will say that I think all the way through, this album might have been the hardest one for me to choose just one because all the way through like the, the album is just it's it's front to back the whole album is front to back on my short list were what a shame heaven 911 and mighty mouse just cuz i i just love how much fun that song is i always have that chorus in my head it's one <laughs> you know how like you get a chorus stuck in your head like for months at a time right mighty mouse is usually one of them I, I think it's rule number one. You know, write a song about a classic comic book character and people will have the chorus stuck in your heads. Um, you know, everyone who's still singing Superman's Dead from Our Lady Peace or Superman's Song from Crash Test Dummies. I was just thinking that one. Right. Well, which, of which they're back on tour now, so that's great. That's awesome. I saw them last March. It was fantastic. Oh, love when bands are still kicking it like years and years and years after like, you know, the, the MTV much music fame. Uh because more often than not, more often than not, the albums that they're putting out are some of the best albums of their career. It's just a shame that Terrestrial Radio doesn't pick up on that. So shame on you, Terrestrial Radio. Should we be playing yeah. new Tesla too? Damn it. What a shame. <laughs> but I ended up going with Come to Me on this one just because it's a mm. great sing-along. Uh, for, and wow. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I want the hard driving song. Sometimes I want to sing along with it. And Come to Me provided that one for me. Although Mighty Mouse made it really, really, really hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's an excellent choice. You mentioned 
Tesla is your favorite cover band. Yep. Uh, they and Fish. Uh, they Fish does a more loosely kind of like, here's fun and, and it sounds like Fish. Like playing a Fish tune, just it's a cover and you know it. And Tesla, it's not as loose, but they're still, they're just like Fish. They're having so much fun with their covers. So we have not one, not two, but three musical servings of cover tunes for you. We first start with Real to Real, released June 5th, 2007. We have a member change now, though. Tommy Skiach is now officially out of the band, and Dave Rude is now in on guitar. Album peaked at number 48 on the Billboard 200, and their song Thank You hit number 39 on Mainstream Rock. Now, only Brian Colburn put in his uh, his cover song picks here, because it's Brian, and we love Brian. It's all good. Yeah, he loves covers. Uh, right. Uh, he went with Dear Mr. Fantasy, quote-unquote, because he couldn't pick Ball of Confusion because of the Anthrax version, of which I can't disagree with that one here. But what did you go off of Real to Real Volume 1? So this one was tough. Volume 2 was really simple for me, but Volume 1 was tough because it's so damn good. Their cover of Thank You is just perfect it's so damn good so i'm gonna tell you my three and i'm gonna let you choose it for me how about that interesting okay here's my here's my short list okay it's thank you all of confusion or i'm a huge beatles fan and their cover i've got a feeling is amazing i'm never mind i'm gonna choose (laughs) go on no no, you know what i want i'll take your choice i i was gonna say thank you actually it's isn't that such a great cover Right? Honestly, you hear that song and I'm like, someone literally needs to put that in a movie. Tell me that wouldn't be like the perfect um, like end credit scene to a rom-com. Kevin Smith. We're, Kevin Smith, just like you write such emotionally moving movies lately. Do it. Do it. Right? Do it. Do it. Also, Please. we want special thanks in the credits. It's all us. Uh, yeah. Right. Or you know I, what? No, no. You know, just get my buddy. Just, just put Scott in your next movie. Put put Mr. Chuli's. Put Scott Schiaffo in your next movie, Kevin. <laughs> this one was tough for me too. Yes, uh, Volume One was the tougher one to go through. Uh, Hand Me Down World was good. Um, it, it's weird hearing them do Honky Tonk Women because that's also in my set list as well. So it's like, oh, that's how it's supposed to sound, right? But um, uh, <laughs> I, I ended up going with Day of the Eagle. Just for for some reason, it's, the song just got a, it's got a great groove. I've never heard it before, and I think that's one of the things too with with cover songs. I love when bands pull out a song. It's like, yeah, this means a lot to us. I've never heard it, didn't know it existed, and all of a sudden I'm like, huh. And then you want to go and do the deep dive of whoever the musician is at the time. And it's like, okay, I'm 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 sold because sometimes when bands do songs of you know, popular songs that were, you know, from the day, you have that original version in your head. So maybe maybe it's the not knowing the song originally that helps me with that one. No, it could be just be Could me. be, could be. Now we go to Reel to Reel Volume 2, released September 25th, 2007. Uh, Brian went with Do You Feel Like We Do. What did you go with? You said this was the easy. First, yeah, the first time I ever saw Tesla was also the first time I ever heard do you feel like we do? So a couple of years later when it came on the radio, I was like, whoa, I kind of know this song. How do I know this song? And it took me a while. 
And then years later, I ended up with the bootleg of that show I was at. And I just looked on Setlist FM for that date, and that setlist is completely not it. So, um, they, wow. Like, do you feel like we do? Their cover of that is just, you can hear a lot of how Frampton influenced Frankie Hannon's playing. And their cover of Do You Feel Like We Do is just as loose and fun as they are. And the one thing I got to say about both Real to Real albums is it just sounds like they're playing live in a studio. Like, it's just, it's got that live feel. And wow, yeah, I went with Do You Feel Like We Do also. I, it was a coin toss for me. Uh, it was either going to be. Did Saturday. you go with War Pigs? I did not, actually. Okay. Right. Uh, Saturday Night Special was mm. on the one side of the coin. But that was the coin, the side of the coin that hit the floor. The side that was facing had beer drinkers and hell raisers on it. And that's oh, the one okay. I ended up going with. Just because. Right uh, just such a. I would totally add that song into a set list anytime. And I'd probably use that version as the template to to pattern whatever version I played off of it. It's, it's great. I freaking love the song and I love a good hard driver. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Next up is A Piece of Time, the EP that was released November 20th of 2007 uh not many people know like no one picked anything off of this album and you were telling me that this album was only available like as a free handout no 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 it was just it was an itunes thing it was an itunes exclusive um back then but it's not available anymore which thankfully there's there's a youtube video that has the album fully out there what did you go with off of a piece of time? Dude, so this was tough because that version of Signs is kick-ass. And then uh, I I loved all the covers, uh, but I Love You was on Twisted Wires. So I was like, wait, why are they releasing this twice? Um, and then that cover of Silent Night, the key that it was in, I was like, oh my God, Jeff is going to sing this high? He hasn't been able to do that in years. No offense to Jeff. Uh, just, I was kind of like, ooh, what, what's that cover of Silent Night's beautiful. And um, the the um, the cover "I'd Love to Change the World" was amazing, but I I actually went with signs. Okay, kind of makes up for the not picking it off of uh, Five Man. It's more like that. I remember the last time I saw them live, they did that intro into it too, and I was like, "Wow, I guess this is something from." I guess at the time, I think Simplicity was the album that was out. So I was like, "Oh, I guess this is from Simplicity." I hadn't digested the album yet, and uh, I was just like, "Okay, okay, okay." Wait, what year did Simplicity come out? Uh, 2014. Now, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 2014? All right, so maybe I just wasn't familiar with it. But th- then it kicks into signs. I'm like, man, this is fun. And that version is just a lot of fun. It's like, you, it's like, you know, you're a musician, so you know you've played a song a million times. 
And every now and then you just you're probably tired of something. And like it just they never sound like they're tired of anything they're playing. They're just happy to be playing anything that they like. And and that's the beauty part of it. And again, I, I bring up the fact that you know the Tesla fans uh, on Twitter and on Spoutable um, have literally, in some cases, listed the entire album uh, from from their songs. Like it's it's good to see that an entire album is appreciated as opposed to just the one song. Yeah, I ended up going with everything I own. Nice. I, 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 I flip-flopped on this one here because, yeah, I could have gone with Signs. And the Silent Night was, 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 was good. But everything I own, again, just hit. As I was listening, I'm like, huh. And again, another one of the songs that I wasn't very familiar with as a cover. Um, but now I want to go and listen to the rest of, you know, the, the, the discography of, of, I think it's Bread is that one, right? Yes. Next up, we're back to some originals here with Forevermore. Released October 7th, 2008. The album hit number 33 in the U.S. There was one single off of this one, I Want to Live. Back to these the shout-outs here. Chael went with My Way. Brian Colburn went with Forevermore. One-Armed Drummer, All Stop 24, B.D. Fonseca 16, P.Dub Rogers 321, Jeff Rusinellos and Kent Moser went with Breaking Free, Sub-Zero, Ken Walter and William Weisenzell went with I Want to Live, and Tom Stewart went with Private Ledbetter. So, off of this album, what do you have? I'm looking at my list and I have nothing next to Forevermore because I just couldn't choose. So, what I'm going to do now is flip the coin and it's Forevermore. Okay. It's Forevermore. It's It was between Private Ledbetter and I Want to Live and then Private Ledbetter, I Want to Live and Forevermore. But yet another album that's just great. Like... <sighs> I, I, I can't even say clunkers. Like, I, I can't think of a Tesla album that is full of clunkers, that has clunkers. But this one is just consistent, just like every album. So I don't know why I said it like this was any different. But forevermore, just you're hooked, and it just keeps you hooked. You know how we often talk about the, the three-album run, right? Where every song, three albums in a row, is just killer, for, I, I, I recognize that, you know, great radio controversy, Psychotic Supper, like they're, they're great albums. To me, though, Into the Now, Forevermore, and Simplicity is that three album run. Because every song made it really like, I, I'm looking at my shortlist here. I'm like, yeah, I, I've almost listed like half the album in my shortlist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to live, so what, breaking free, all of me. Uh, they were all shortlisted just in case literally almost was the pick. Instead, I went with the first time. I, I'd love, love that you have a great song with a really positive message in it as well. Like, the, uh, I, I, again, you heard it in Five Man, just how much fun they're having, right? And here you have a really positive, uplifting uh, like great song with a great message, like it should be played more for people. That's like ninety percent of their stuff is always something positive. And if they're bitching about something negative, they still turn around with something positive or just a great big yell of "wah" at the end of time. <laughs> That's the thing, right? You you get a lot of bands they they come out with like just angry songs or like like hard hitting songs. Tesla are fun and they're happy. And and that's that's infectious. Yeah, that's probably why I'm happiest when I'm listening to them. It's a rarity. 
and it's unfortunate it's a rarity but it's great to see that that's carried through through their through their entire career we oh, yeah. now we now move on to twisted wires and the acoustic sessions recorded july 12th 2011 all stop 24 went with better off without you and bd fonseca 16 went with i love you what did you go with I went with the new song. I went with Second Street. That song is just, it's, it's, that's everything Tesla. It's like, oh, hey, we're going to do this acoustic album. Yeah, well, no, right? And there's a new tune on it called Second Street. Like, ah, oh, I wonder how that one's going to be. And you listen to it, you're like, man, like it, it, Second Street to me, the first time I heard it, felt like I've been hearing that song as long as I've been listening to Tesla. Yeah, th- th- this is where I got to, to kind of pick up and, and actually pick I Love You for this one. Um just because uh, we mentioned thank you should be in a in a movie i love you should also be in the same like literally just take some of tesla's like love songs and turn it into like a movie and that's the soundtrack it's just the love songs of tesla is a is a is a romantic movie soundtrack James Musical. Gunn, are you listening? Because James Gunn is really good with his song placements in films. But James Gunn, just write a happier movie, please. Uh, don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to cry every time I go and see a James Gunn film, but his soundtracks are great. What, The Belko Experiment isn't a happy film? <sighs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> okay, but now if someone makes the, the Tesla romantic musical, you're welcome, world. Next up is Simplicity, released June 6, 2014. The album hit number 24 in the U.S. There was one single off of this one, So Divine. That's also the song that Chael went with. Brian Colburn and Sub-Zero went with Ricochet. One-Armed Drummer went with Honestly. All Stop 24 went with Sympathy. B.D. Fonseca 16 and P. Dub Rogers 321 went with Burnout to Fade. Jeff Rusinellos went with Till That Day, and Karen Walter went with Other Than Me. Now, normally, when we get a big, long list of songs, they've picked everything but the song I've picked. But I actually get to say now, someone picked my song. Actually, two guys picked my song. That was Burnout to Fade. Now, So Divine and Cross My Heart and Sympathy were also good, uh, but I love that they've got a really good mid-tempo rocker here, and again, it's got a great chorus, good build-up. Like, Burnout to Fade is just purely good songwriting, but what did you go with? Hey, man, we have a match. Nice. I also went with Burnout to Fade. It sounds like classic Tesla once again. It's funny you mentioned that it sounds like classic Tesla because on the next album... Some of the songs didn't, and that's probably a big part of the producer and co-songwriter. That's because we're talking about Shock. Released March 8th, 2019, hit number 21 in the U.S., it was produced and co-written by Phil Collin from Def Leppard. Now, to the chime-ins here. Chael went with We Can Rule the World. Brian Colburn went with Taste Like. One-Armed Drummer and Sub-Zero went with Forever Loving You. All Stop 24 went with, and BD Fonseca 16 went with Tied to the Tracks. P-Dub Rogers 321 and Kent Moser went with Shock. Jeff Rusinellos went with The Mission. And Karen Walter went with California Summer Song. Now, I know a lot of people were talking about Shock being uh, not, the, not the easiest album to pick from. Not necessarily because... Um, you know, like other albums, it was front to back kind of thing. Um, but it does sound a little bit, some songs don't sound necessarily like Tesla, 
but there are still some really, really good songs on here. What did you go with? So Forever Loving You and The Mission were both on my short list. And like you say, it's the sound. The sound of that album doesn't sound like Tesla. It sounds like produced, not that Tesla's not produced, but it, it just doesn't sound like Tesla. But when you get Def Leppard producing your album, listen to this choruses on any song on this album. Just put on any song, listen to the chorus. It's a huge, giant chorus with the big backing vocals happening, it's, which is another thing that doesn't necessarily sound like Tesla. Uh, Tesla usually worked within their means. And I'm not shitting on this album at all like a lot of people do, but they would work within their means. Like, okay, the backing vocals would be however many people would be singing live. This album, it, they're just huge blocks of vocals. And for some of this album, it worked, and for some, it didn't. Um, Forever Loving You has that awesome, cool chord change that I've never heard in a Tesla song before. The Mission, it, it changed the world, and I stood ground. Wrong band. I'm so sorry. But speaking of titles and where I might get the name of the band wrong, I'm going to go... And I'm going with Afterlife, but Afterlife from Shock, not from When Dream and Day Unite. Afterlife just hooked me from the beginning because that opening riff, let's be honest, it's And Your Bird Can Sing by the Beatles. It's, but it didn't matter because the rest of that song was also kick-ass. So they let their Beatles influence shine a bit but they're still being Tesla. Just It's a different production. It's a different vibe. It's a different sound. But it's, it's this is still Tesla playing and singing for you folks. So like I said, like the album gets a lot of uh, crap, but I don't think it's awful. It's just you, you have to adjust to the sound of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are bands that have put out albums where it sounds nothing like what you would have expected Um if you were a fan of the previous albums, I, I go back to, and you may not know them because I'm about to let me get my Canadian on here for a second. If I, if I may. So are you going to talk about a Conline crush? No. Although okay. they, they have a new album coming out. So a Conline crush may have to be an episode that, that needs to be done. Um, also true story. I actually got to open for them once, just once. Nice. But just nice. once, but I'm actually going to talk about Svengali. So in the 90s, there was this band, Svengali, and the first album that came out had like these big, like, keep in mind, this is like, you know, 90, 91, like that era. So it had this, like, this big production sound and um, big choruses and all that. And then the second album came out and they went in a complete industrial direction and it's like if you loved that first album and there was a lot to love off that first album, then you get to the second album, it's like, are we sure it's the same band? <laughs> There's still some good songs on there, but it's it feels different. Shock, despite having some of those Def Leppard influences, and you can't deny, it, does, it definitely has some of that Def Leppard songwriting influence in it, it still sounds to me like Tesla, especially on a song like Tied to the Tracks. This, to me, off that album was the most Tesla-sounding song off of it. Although I did have Taste Like and You Won't Take Me Alive on my shortlist. But Tied to the Tracks feels like tried and true Tesla. And no matter who's the one, you know, pushing the buttons and the sliders in the in the console, the band is still the band, no matter the production. So now we get to the key point here. <laughs> you're You're regretting this moment already, aren't you? It's just, I, hell, come on, dude. This is Tesla. You can't just choose one. 
but you you knew the assignment when you signed up for this I one. I know, I know, and my choice isn't even on my list. Who says that it has to be something from that? Oh, you do. Yes, I do. It has Son to be off the list. So, if there can only be one Tesla song, which one will it be? So, go through your list, and of that list, of that list, which song is it? Uh, now... Of that list that I've chosen, right? But like, if I'm looking at my short list, can I can I nope. add those to it? So I can't make an EP. In no. This? Well, oh God. Well, what's yours? All right, I'll, I will go through my list here if it, if it helps off. ease the pain a little bit. It might. <laughs> off of Mechanical Residence, I went with Modern Day Cowboy. From the Great Radio Controversy, I went with Love Song. From Five Man Acoustical Jam, I went with their cover of Mother's Little Helper. From Psychotic Supper, I went with Time. From Bust the Nut, I went with Solution. From Into the Now, I went with Come to Me. From Real to Real Volume 1, I went with Day of the Eagle. From Real to Real Volume 2, I went with Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers. From A Piece of Time, I went with Everything I Own. From Forevermore, I went with The First Time. From Twisted Wires and the Acoustic Sessions, I went with I Love You. From Simplicity, I went with Burnout to Fade. And from shock, I went with tied to the tracks. But for me, if there could only be one Tesla song, yeah, I see where you're coming with this. With the with the, right? this one's hard. No, you know what? I got this one. I'm going to go with the first time. There's something about the positivity of that song, and that's not to say that modern day cowboy and love song and the, those are worse songs. But the positivity and the songwriting all stand out on the the first time for me. All right. I've made my pick. Now it's your turn. Ah, Son of a... uh, So, I love Tesla. I love their songwriting. But I'm going to be selfish in my choice here. And I'm not going for it as a favorite song that I have to pick from this list as much as I'm going for how long do I get to listen to Tesla playing music, singing, having a great time. So, against my better judgment of picking one of their songs, I'm going with Do You Feel Like We Do because that's 11 minutes and 44 seconds versus four to six minutes anywhere else. So, I love their songwriting. I prefer their songwriting. But if I have to choose only one from my stupid list that sucks now because I had to choose one, uh, I'm going with the longest song so I can listen to Tesla for the longest amount of time. And now we're going to add, I'm going to make just a, just a, a long list. Like I'm going to now compile the two playlist links of the dream theater episode and, and this episode and put them together so we can actually hear just how long these two playlists are. Sean, thank you so much for joining me on this Tesla, you know, time turn back here. Uh, before we go, please let our listeners know where they can hear your music. Well, right now, this goal I have is really important. So I'm going to talk for about a minute, but I'm going to make it concise and to the point. My song, Gin Asylum, I need to sell one million copies of it. Why? Because I want to do better things for cats. I want to be able to say, oh, hey, you've got a sick cat. Here's a couple bucks. Take him to the vet. I have a friend who feeds and takes care of stray cats, feral cats. She traps them. She pays for their neutering and spaying out of her own pocket. I want to say, hey, take this money, do it. 
if something breaks down at a shelter, like they need a new washing machine or something like that, hey, here's the money, do it. Or, hey, this cat needs to go to the hospital. Can we get the funds? Yes, you can. One million sales of my song, Gin Asylum, is not going to make me a millionaire at all. It's going to help other animals. After I do the uh, normal payouts, you know, musicians played on that. I got to pay them. There's taxes and stuff. Don't think I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm not doing this for clout. I'm doing this because I want to do the right thing by cats and animals in general. So please, Sean Faust, Gin Asylum, iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp. If you if you don't have a dollar, then don't spend 50 bucks a week on coffee. Do you hear what I'm saying, folks? Please. It's $1. It'll make a huge difference. And if you have a Spotify playlist, please add it. Because those plays, after I think about $7 million, add up to about 50 bucks. So you'll be helping me. Just play it over and over and over and over again. Buy a copy. Buy a copy for your friend. Buy a copy for another friend. And then go back and listen to it over and over again. Sean, please. That is awesome. Thank you so, so much. To the Tesla fans, thank you all so much for the longest list of chime ins in this podcast history. And to Tesla, thank you guys for actually taking the time and giving us the space and letting your fans know about this show just know your fans love your music we love your music you guys are awesome until next time i'm jay this is there can only be one take care it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.